If you look around, you'll see the world can be pretty smart. Okay, very smart. At Capella University, we think education should be smart too. That's why we're reshaping online learning with our FlexPath format. You can set your own deadlines, take classes at your own pace, even leverage your previous experience to move faster. So when it comes to earning your bachelor's degree, you know what kind of choice to make. A smart one. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter. Kunal, are you ready? Always ready to talk Formula 1. But today we'll be talking Maldonado, the sweet child of God, the angel. Oh my God, I love him. I love Maldonado. You mean the new Massa in Hamilton's life? <laughs> as much as I laughed on that crash, I love Maldonado. He brought Michael back to the podium. I'm going to give him a Christmas card just right now in June. <laughs> you know what? I know he brought Michael to the podium, but given Michael's pace and the fact maybe he could have still gotten there. I think anybody who steps into a Williams has to do a one problem on Toya. That's what that's what he did to Hamilton because he literally took him out. I know it was unfortunate. Uh, I'm known not to be a very Hamilton favored hmm. spokesperson. Uh-huh. Okay, but uh, unfortunate for Hamilton. Hamilton he had to crash out. Okay, let me just check on the rules here, and I really want to because it's a little little edgy. This one, Hamilton literally squeezed him out, so he had every right to come back in. He went wrong. Uh, firstly, by being impatient, you mm-hmm. know, Hamilton's tires were going off the cliff. In fact, they were already off the cliff. Click. Uh, had Maldonado waited even a corner or two more, he would have surely overtaken him. So, point number one, where he went wrong, was you know being impatient. Mm-hmm. Point number two is Hamilton had all the right to use as much of the road as possible and available to defend position because he was on the inside. So it was Maldonado's mistake to not have backed off Mm -hmm. so that he wouldn't have gone off corner Mm -hmm. and then just made the attack all over again. I mean, it was not that he had, you know, been behind Hamilton for 25 laps and that was the only shot at making the overtake. Correct, correct. And that's what FIA termed as unsafe entry into the the circuit and was given a 20-second penalty. He just got the single point where he could have scored 15. He lost a point. He lost the point. He lost and that point. Senna got the point. Senna got that point. However, I know uh, the FIA has the rule book and have the best of stewards. Mm. I think it, they were slightly lenient with Maldonado. Oh, you, oh, you're saying they were lenient? By the way, we haven't taken our names. That is Kunal Shah. My name is Ajay Rishi Kapoor. Together we do this absolutely fantabulous Formula 1 blog here from Mumbai. And I have to tell you, yesterday was our favouritest day of Formula 1 comebacks because yesterday we saw Michael Schumacher on the podium. That man is so fit. So fine, so happy. He actually doesn't give a damn. He's he's done everything. I was just overjoyed when I saw him there. Oh, Deserved to be there. Oh, Finally, God. incident-free race for him. No mechanical problems. Absolutely. No Grosjeans or anyone of the world bringing and it to him. And perfect strategy. I think he was brilliant. And the way he's... Like, I remember the last five or six laps, Rishi, he was actually out of the points. He ended up chasing every single driver and getting into the points and not just the points on the podium. And that's what Weber did was copy-pasted in moves and just kept coming <laughs> back and back. And back. It was just well, you can all Always learn from a Schumacher. I guess that's what Rebecca did. <laughs> Standing ovation to that comment. I love this man. I'll, okay, uh, getting back from our obsession. What a brilliant drive by Alonso. Brilliantly done. Great judgment. And the, the worst part is when Alonso crosses the line, he has lapped Massa already. Uh, Ferrari is a different story. It's a different story. Yes. Point number one, Alonso. Brilliant drive, no doubt. From 11th up to first. You can never ride of Alonso even after he was 11th. That's what it goes to show. <laughs> However, Massa was unfortunate. You know, he was actually lapping pretty much the same pace as the, as Alonso. Correct. I don't know what Kobayashi was doing around him. 
yes massa has complained of some rare and damage where he lost down first and ended up losing performance but hey that's massa that's not a big surprise a lot of people will say that alonso was lucky because there were two retirements and both retirements were from renault engine cars so there's something that went really really wrong with both grosjean and vettel yes that's correct ferrari were lucky alonso was lucky but you know old motorsport saying to finish first you, you have to, to first, finish you need to first finish correct correct okay, and that's what alonso and ferrari did they waited their time they were there to make the most out of people's problems which is a big thing as well so both the cars had the same problem both the renault cars uh, the official statement of renault says that they had different issues that led to the problem but mm-hmm. there was a problem in the alternator for both the cars which led to an electrical shutdown for vettel and for grosjean i've heard of a hydraulics issue i've heard of chassis issues i've heard of uh, electronic gearbox issues what on earth is an alternator in very simple terms mm-hmm. it distributes electric current to de- different parts of the car that need it so okay. very simple so which is where if you remember uh-huh. grosjean's uh, replay when we saw uh-huh. he came out of the corner and suddenly lost drive and, and that you know there was no electric supply to the fuel pump sad but true vettel was the fastest man he should have won he would have won no doubt and grosjean was coming in second but after vettel went and if grosjean did not have that problem do you think he had the tires and the pace to outdo alonso because i think he did i think as well we agree for a, for a change oh and a pleasant change that was i and really wish though it would have been grosjean's weekend in fact there could have also been a possibility through the race of a raikkonen weekend of a raikkonen weekend exactly i really wanted that to happen but uh, I, i like the podium the all three of them have been or are currently ferrari drivers and the same race engineers actually strategized for all three and kept talking to them it was a ferrari reunion on the podium as Absolutely. i've been saying it coming back to mclaren mclaren lewis hamilton looking really fast jensen button looking like himself again but they were in the pits literally oh yes i still oh, can't figure yes. why couldn't they get that pit stop it was right. hamilton's race he lost 10 seconds in that and the position very vital one to alonso very vital one he ended up overusing his tires etc etc if your jack can't lift the front end of the car and your uh, your your tire changing mechanic needs to there's something really wrong we could do the job i think it was some panic attacks in mclaren when it comes to their pit stops and i really wish they rectified but their setups aren't great either because jensen is still struggling he does the same number of pit stops but has no pace ends up using the tires in a very wrong way pits a lot earlier than a lot um, hamilton most of the times i think button's problem is down to you know tire issues which of course we all know mm-hmm. he's unable to keep his tire temperatures in mm. the operating band for a long time correct what i heard from gary paffert who's their uh test driver if you may call it says that because button button doesn't go so aggressive on the tires as he get, ends up getting the tires to temperature much much later and by the time the rubber is already gone so this performance issues rear end issues etc etc i don't know it's a little yeah i mean all theories currently would stand true because they all lead to him being unable to use his tires the best but two people who ended up using tires track and little more of the body work on the car but the ketram and the torer also that suddenly came together from nowhere yeah it seems like they were in an uh, in a dog fight like you see <laughs> with the air forces they took their fights a little too seriously <laughs> kovalainen and vern of course that was vern's mistake <laughs> and then you had petrov almost uh, bumping into ricciardo and you know throwing him off but uh, i really hope ketaham are able to score a point they needed their sponsors needed and tony fernandez needs it and as as a sport to keep the newcomer teams interested we need it as well no what i think is vern was trying to whisper something in scovelana's ears and he had to come so close maybe it was a little formula 1 secret they were trying to share but very very stupid move by vern uh, coming back to scovelana i've heard that it's been rumor that he's going to ferrari can that be true because i, I really wouldn't mind it 
So let's do the count again. How many drivers to Ferrari? <laughs> there was Button, there's Weber, there's uh, uh, Perez, Perez Kovalainen, Kovalainen. There was talks of Hamilton, uh, Jules Bianchi. Oh God! So there's too many drivers, but Kovalainen is not a bad second driver, as we've seen in McLaren as well. But you know he's he's done really well for Caterham. For Caterham, because he's so, outpaced truly, and uh, his current uh, Petrov as Petrov well. as well. And how does this magic happen that our man Narain and his team out qualify another team which has a better budget? And Charles Peak looks very ordinary. Uh, HRT's best performance in qualifying Absolutely. ever. Absolutely. Both cars were ahead of both the Marussia, uh, you know, Marussia racing cars. Of course, Timo Glock had some bit of issues with his stomach, <laughs> but unfortunately, HRT couldn't keep up the pace in the race. Not that I really tracked what they were doing. Kunal, quick question over here: uh, If Timo Glock doesn't race and that car is vacant, why waste a racing seat? It would have been a brilliant opportunity to give to a Buemi or an Algorsari or. A Jerome D'Ambrosio or a Jules Bianchi. There were so many drivers, you know, who would have died to take the opportunity and prove themselves. But the problem is, FIA says if you don't qualify, you cannot race. And I just think FIA should let their guard a little lower. I'll still take a step back. I mean, if if Glock and Marussia knew they had a bigger problem and they were hoping to solve it overnight, you know, they could have probably given somebody else a qualifying chance as well. That is a lot of money lost as well in Formula One. No, no, I'm talking about the money Jules Bianchi would have given them. <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, last but not the least, the championship table looks like a, a really interesting Alonso, a little ahead of the others. But you know what? The McLaren bosses have said that if you win two races this year, you could become champion. It's so close. <laughs> have they already given up the championship to Alonso? Then <laughs> even in uh, the midfield, you know, we've seen Sahara Force India score 16 points. Mm. Uh, you know, over Sauber and Williams, who scored, I think, two and one point each. So. Which is almost like a podium. <laughs> Actually, yes. And one point. Yes. So, that's that, that's great result for our Indian team. We're very happy as Indians. Yay, yay, yay. Before going, I want to tell you that the way Sebastian was flying, unfortunate day for him. In Silverstone, which is a track that should suit the Red Bull cars, and with the updates he has, I think he's got it in the bag already. Typical Adrian Newey stuff. He's taken a couple of races to really understand what's what, what's not. Correct. I... I don't see him being challenged in Silverstone as well. Ah, bitter truth that is. Formula 1 it is. It's the Mecca and Medina of racing. Most of the Formula 1 races and factories originate from there. It is a beautiful looking track. A total classic. Little modified these days with a very good looking grandstand. But it's one of my favourites. Temperature should be low. You never know who's gonna in, who's going to come in. Hey, we didn't talk about Rosberg getting beaten by Michael Schumacher. I'm so happy. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he's happy though. Ah, I'm a sadist. <laughs> Look in your home. Look in your office. Look in your home office. Everywhere you turn, there's so much smart. At Capella University, we think education should be smart too. Our game-changing FlexPath format puts you in control of your master's degree, so you can learn how, when, and where you want. Smart, huh? Yeah, we think so too. So if you want to take the next step in your career, make Capella your first step. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter.